Hello, welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Excited to bring you some post-trade deadline action here with uh, my co-host PJ. PJ. Oh, hello. What's good, my guy? How are you? I'm right, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, it's uh, awfully icy up here in Minnesota. We can't even play basketball. Well, yeah, but... Still got the nice pond. You gotta, gotta, you can play some hockey too. The other winter sport. Yeah, state of hockey, I guess, but it doesn't lend itself well when you're trying to do a podcast from up here, you know. How does the weather affect us potting? Well, you know, when the home team can't play because the uh, the court is frozen underneath it and they have to cancel the game you know it's it's kind of problematic that's all i'm saying just i mean hey they're 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 it's they've got a lot of we're in march pj this is some bullshit we gotta get some warm weather i I had 60 degree weather here in february i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not about to shit on weather right now yeah that's true chicago's i uh, spread i sprayed about 18 uh, of those um aerosol cans around just on my drive and just like out the window one hand one hand on the wheel uh is that like a movement in chicago just everybody you can see half the people commuting in the mornings doing that uh they sh- damn well should yeah it's it was it's nice they don't have to worry about the snow i you know what's funny is that i bought i bought weather text because i was like oh you know we've had like a pretty mild winter but i got like a month and a half left like yeah i should buy these now get them broken in and it's just like the weather nothing like it snowed zero like we had chicago for the first time ever ever ever's a long time ever without a recorded uh snowfall in january and february which is absurd and it actually i mean it really hasn't been that bad up here so i can't i can't complain too much but we were supposed to get like a foot of snow a week and a half ago and just got nothing and then we had a couple inches come overnight with freezing rain later it was just awful but enough about the weather hey hey, you know what else you know one more thing about rain though you know it's been raining a lot lately what the injury bug injuries (laughs) see i was gonna go in a different direction direction but you are right uh, it's unfortunate what was yours gonna be? that what was yours going to be? How was you? How were you going to transition that? I'd say. Uh, speaking of feeling under the weather, the following Ooh. guys have not been feeling so great Ooh, over the last that few was weeks. That's close. Raining but, injuries. You know, All right, but yeah, either worse. But Let's unfortunately, up there. you know this this season has been so great. Uh, you really like as far as having some interesting things happening on a week to week basis during the regular season of the NBA. Uh, it's unfortunate that as soon as the trade deadline passed, I, the biggest theme that we've seen is injuries. So uh, we see Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love, KD out for extended period of times of time. Joel Embiid getting shut down for the season. Uh, ben Simmons being shut down for the rest of the season, and then Andrew Bogut comes in and plays a couple minutes for the Cavs and is a season debut for them, and uh, he breaks his leg. So, uh, you know, some of those, some of the injuries are, are much bigger than others, but let, let's start with Kyle Lowry and what that's going to mean to them because, uh, Oh, that's the one you, you want to, uh, we can start with KD. I'm just like, I mean, KD I feel like out. that's, that's the one. 
Tell me why it's the one, though. Jeez. Well, he's a top five player on a, the number one team. I mean, I think that's kind of a significant injury. <laughs> you trying to well, tell I me think it's not? I, I think it's I think it's significant if the MCL sprain is going to impact them in the playoffs. But if the Warriors end up being the two seed to the Spurs one, that could have some implication, I suppose. But there's really no concern of this team. Like he should be healthy by the playoffs. He should be ready to go. They should be. He should be, but. Remember, I mean, Steph was like should have been healthy and ready to go in the play. I mean, you kind of see that same sort of thing going on. Where I mean, it's you the same. It's linger. the same. I mean, it's the same injury, but since Katie's happened during the regular season, he's gonna he's on track to be back before the postseason starts. I'm less concerned, and since this team has three other superstars on it, I'm just. I don't know, man. Like I'm not, I'm not but really raising a red flag at this just yet. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do the the devil's advocate. But I mean, wouldn't you say that them not having Kevin for a stretch is gonna kind of have them start off the playoffs on a, a little bit of a slower start? I mean, they were this last the month or so, you know, before this, they were really humming and you know things were things were. Going. Things were looking pretty good. They were starting Things to hit their were, stride. Balls yeah, were moving. I, passes were being made. Shots were going in. I mean, and, they were, and the team has not looked great since he's been out. Uh, right, that's against, what I mean. They I ended mean, up you, pulling out a W against the Hawks last night, but against the Bulls, they were just tossing up bricks. Oh, sup, sup, <laughs> sup. Hey, when's yeah. the next time you're going to hate on the TNT streak? It's real. You know, it's every other podcast with you that it's hot, so hot and cold with the Bulls. It's either just ripping them a new asshole the entire podcast, yeah, which we did last like? podcast. I just no, I just, wanted, I just want to say that. Yeah, it's true. There, we may or may not have had conflicting financial stake in the Bulls for that game. I but may or may not have been texting all day to you and a few of our other associates about this. I've talked about it now for a couple, like, that it's legit, it's real, like, making it aware, and then TNT picked it up, and then I got nervous, and they've still been, they haven't jinxed it. So that's still going on, and that the Bulls dumb streak against the uh, Raptors, too. So, like, uh, those, if, hey, anyone else out there is looking to bet on things, just do it. Blindly believe in it till it fails you. It's the closest thing, you know. It's it's its own mini religion, really. I can't argue against it, considering that was eighteen. Unlike anything I've seen, uh, I mean that's just a hell of a streak, man. Like I I can't believe it. Just it's weird. How, the how how the Bulls are playing going into that game. I don't want to. Uh, we're completely derailing this injury conversation, <laughs> but. Uh, you we, we can talk you about got, that you kind of got hurt you kind of got hurt by not <laughs> listening to me on that so that's true not physically but emotionally but yeah i mean you bring up a good point pj uh the reason i was bringing up kyle lowry to start is that 
the Raptors, he's one of their two legit superstars on their team. And him out six weeks is going to knock them down in the East standings, which I think yeah. them dropping three or four spots in the East is a lot more impactful than the Warriors dropping a maximum of one oh. spot in the West. And I don't see it happening. And when it comes to the, the postseason, I'm I'm confident Katie's going to be ready to go. Like, his, yeah, his knee, but I just, he'll have some time to get back into playing playing shape. And even if Golden State is not hitting, even if they're not clicking on all cylinders going to the Western Conference Finals and the finals, like I, last but, year they got there with Harrison Barnes and Katie's place. Harrison or Katie can just go out there and play Harrison's position, yeah. and or like he can just shoot threes and they're going to win. Like if, if Harrison just... Barnes shoots more than 25% from three in the finals last year, the Warriors win. No, nah, man, but it's not just, I mean, like they didn't, they no longer have Bogut. They no longer have, uh, uh, Azili. They no longer have, you know, they lost some other guy. I mean, it wasn't just, they lost Leandro. I mean, it's, it's not like it's Spice. just, uh, it was a Murray space, yeah, Mo buckets, Mo buckets. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just like they completely just like they just traded Harrison Barnes and and swapped Bogut out just alone and and got Katie or something. I mean, no, I I just I I was it was one of those things where it, it sucked. Um, and yeah, Zaza. Hey, you know what? I I got a real I do have a, a theory on this that um, our boy Zaza, you know, what's his his slogan, man? nothing easy that's true i think he you know and he did kind of you know stumble as his flopped as i uh as i did state you know he's he's flopping uh what was the segment oh now i've now oh, damn it what was it i was saying damn well that our text chain oh you're losing me homie i was i had a funny zaza punny thing well Sorry that you don't remember what it was, oh, man. It was but. right. It was in my my brain, brain. Now it's gone. Uh, but my point being, yeah, maybe Zazov did his little flop. Maybe he wanted a little more of a challenge. He's not. He's not one to take like things easy. So he, you know, he's like, oh, if Katie's, he doesn't want him to be hurt all all the year. That beat make things too hard. But Zazov's not used to things being easy. So he had to kind of challenge the Warriors. I just I want so yours is this a conspiracy theory yeah. that he hurt yep. KD on purpose? Yep, yep. He was wanted. You heard it here first. Yep, I uh, I got it from my wiretapping. I, z- <laughs> I wiretapped Zaza's phone. Tap with two P's. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. But let's um, so, yeah, let's. Uh, but 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 to your Lowry thing, uh. Yeah, I mean it's it doesn't what it does more. I don't think it makes. I don't think the Raptors are gonna like plummet, but I think they're pretty much gonna be a, the three C or, or four. Uh, Will Matt them? I I would in their performance. I mean so they're, they're the, the back they're the of back four against seed, Washington. They're the four seed yeah, right they're now. They're probably gonna stay there. I mean they're probably stay there because they're three they played games a back ahead to back. of Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's not catching them. I think they're fine there. Um, I think you're probably right. But I I was a little bummed that they couldn't, you know, maybe 
win both those games and that back-to-back against the Wizards, that was a little, little bit of a bummer. I thought they were – I mean, yeah, I kind of thought maybe that would be a good time to really try to bust a few out. But then you make the well, argument. That was a That's really, your argument for Kyle. If Kyle's there, was, they probably do. That was a really weird back-to-back. Yeah. Or not – well, those are, that was a really two – that was – a weird two game stretch for Toronto and Washington because if you would have told me that Toronto or Washington was gonna get the W by like thirty plus on the road, but then they would lose at home to Toronto, I would have said you're crazy just of how, how much better Washington's been at home this year. But uh Washington's a weird team too. Like they haven't like uh the deal for Bogdanovich from the Nets has been like that dude's been he hit eight of ten threes the other day. He's just been carrying their bench and Brandon Dude, Jennings yeah. to get them a little lift. I mean, that might be uh, as far as the trades go. Like that one was pretty sneaky, spot good. on. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been sh- shooting just lights out for them. Turns out when you can get wide open looks from John Wall, that it's a little bit easier to get buckets than when you're trying to create your own shot in Brooklyn. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh, oh. Yeah, so the Zaza thing was just a new segment we'll bring later to the. It'll be our kind of our Shackton. <laughs> our Shackton. I can't. I can't not. Have, it's just uh, failing to flail. <laughs> that okay. Failing at flailing, brought to you by Zaza. <clears throat> We've talked but about Zaza potentially so much on this podcast this year. It's unbelievable. Have between we? the between the All Star stuff and him getting such high votes. You want and, you want to talk about one other person that you got mad that we talked about as much as we did, and the reason the Raptors will secure the fourth seed and will not fall down to the Hawks. Good. You want to why? Why? Oh, he took the bait because Ursan motherfucking Sova, that piece of rat ass crap, is on the Hawks. He looked good. No last one's night winning. When I watched. Uh, yeah. He looked yeah. good. Yeah, he had a piece of no one shots, wants that man. on their team. You get stuck with you get the Ilyasova bug. You're just trying to find your way out. You're just loading up on penicillin, hoping that it can pass by, and you, you come out on the other end all right. I love Atlanta, but I'm not playing. I'm not playing into this by asking you any Ursan Ilyasova question. All I know is that there's you can't win with Ursan Ilyasova. He the fact that the Sixers he didn't want him. The fact the Sixers are like, now nah, we're out. You're you're even hindering what we want to do here. Says a lot about Ursad. I want Ursad to be on the Hornets. That's his <laughs> Why? next move. Nah, I just think he needs to be on the Hornets. You think I mean, he fits with the Hornets? Yeah. Or no, I mean he really belongs in the Nets. Like I like Kemba Walker, dude. I don't want I don't want him to have to play with Ursan. Who? Kemba. Yeah, so he can go on the Nets. Tell okay. me anyone yeah. you care about on the Nets. No, Nets will pay him. I like that too. But hey, while we're on this, uh, while we're just Nailed bouncing it. from subject Everything. to subject here. Everything. Should Joel Embiid win Rookie of the Year? Uh. Yes. Because I mean (laughs) I'd I'd rather just say it like this. Uh who else deserves it? I mean 
Malcolm Brogdon's put up a nice year. You gonna? Who else are you gonna give me? Like who's who's really stood out this year? That Sarich. Okay, no, I. In a thirty-one game sample, like I'd, I'll take I'll take Embiid. I'll take what he put up and like in minutes limits. I mean, yeah, it sucks that he, like, sucks so bad. I hate it, it does. so much. Turn injuries off. Like that one was the one I was so upset by, just crushing. Uh, but no, I mean, thirty-one games of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd like to at least kind of half a year out of him, but I so don't care. I just, I just. I think that's it's a, be more of an indictment. Uh, I mean, to give it to another guy just because he put up lesser numbers but played in more games, I I mean, Embiid made an impact, uh, a significant impact. I just, yeah, I'll let you kind of throw, throw out some dudes to me, but you're not so going to win over with Dario Saric. I mean, no, no one would be happier than me if – and beat ended up winning. I just he he's he hasn't played half a season. I, I I at some point the amount of time you play matters. Like I don't know what that that threshold is, but, but I would say that it's say at least like, half. Do we extrapolate like kind of where he's at? I mean like yeah, but PJ, there's not another. You wouldn't give someone a defensive player of the year, and you wouldn't give someone an MVP if they put up the best numbers in NBA history. Over, over a shorter period of time. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me throw this at you then. If Joel Embiid had gotten hurt, if he came into the year hurt and finished out and played the last thirty-one games, would you give it to him? Is it no? Just, same same criteria, same reasons okay. why. I just I want. I'm just. It. I want. Is it just? You know. I think he would. But you know, what, I think. I think just the that, optics. I think, I from, think a, from a voting think, perspective, he would better have a better chance then. For sure. Oh, I think he wins if it's he's ending the th- in playing thirty-one games. You very well may be correct. Yeah, I I think I just that's why I'm not I'm I'm just looking at the pocket of the thirty-one games. Who I mean, if someone put up a better fifty-two games than him, or I mean, who's put had a better six games than him in the games he's you know I just. I mean, some of those two he was he was he wasn't playing even before he got hurt too. So it's, I mean, it some of that's just like their managing of his trying to avoid what ended up happening. But right, who else? I mean, who, yeah, who else would you you put up for that though? Well, the, there aren't a lot of guys. There's no yeah. question. And I think most seasons, if there were good candidates, then Embiid wouldn't even really be in the conversation. Just because of the limited minutes that he's played, or the limited games he's played in, but it's really Sarge and Brogdon in my mind. Like I don't really know who else you're making the argument for, but Sarge is averaging close to twelve points, six rebounds. It's really come on towards the end of the season. Like he's starting to put up five plus assists a game on a regular basis, and he doesn't have a lot of help with them. So, you know, same team, but. He's been solid for them, and he just like looks like an NBA player. He like fits, and you could say the same with Malcolm Brogdon. But he's, the guy's like not even putting up ten points a game. And I just think that uh, Sarge just has to do more, and he's played, he's looked better. I was trying to see if I could find some just like specific rookie stats for you, but 
Well, no one has ever won the rookie of the year scoring under ten points. There's something. So, okay. and I think Sar, I think Sarich is the only guy that's averaging over ten. Embiid, I mean Embiid was other than Embiid in his games that he was playing. It's a tough question, one. right? It's a it's a weird year for this. It, like usually, dude, it's gonna be a weird awards year just in, like for all the NBA stuff. It's gonna be weird. Well. Hey, we can keep talking about rookie of the year if you want, but I think this would be a good transition to talking about a guy that made a huge plea for MVP last night. Uh, I mean, no, I think that no, I I don't think MVP. I I, I think we're we're talking defensive player again for one, Mister Kawhi Leonard. See, I agree with you, but. I think the Spurs people are all of a sudden that the win last night against the Rockets is like, oh damn, the Spurs are number two yeah. in the West again. Kawhi is just by far their best player, and he kind of made kind of made James Harden his bitch towards the end of the game last night. Like I, in my mind, Harden has had a much better year. Like I've said this time and again, he's my MVP at least up to this point. But. I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi outdueled him last night, and he's been on fire the last few games, but it doesn't mean he's an MVP, and he just hasn't been this season compared to some of the some of the stuff that Russ and and even LeBron. I mean, like if we're really if we're ranking guys, Kawhi's fourth for me, behind LeBron, James, and Russell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Kawhi's going to end up winning. I mean, I think it's between James and Russell for MVP and Kawhi and LeBron for defensive player. I Because LeBron's never won defensive player, right? I'm like... I don't think so, no. I mean, so, like, it's kind of like that should be probably a lifetime achievement award for him at this point. Um... So that's like one argument there, but uh, what Kawhi did last night—I mean, I was kind of glad that it happened because I kind of have felt bad that we haven't really brought him up as much as we should. As a yeah, he's a guy that deserves to be like to a legitimate, be... yeah, trying to be a legitimate basketball pod. Uh, not talking about like the one dude that strikes fear in LeBron James's body. Uh, I feel like that's just disrespectful on our part. Not that Kawhi does anything extracurricular at all to like bring him up, but yeah, I, I like last night that like little bit, like that. What was it? A fifty-second stretch right there. Like that's that's gonna get that perked people up. Like got people's attention. Yeah, so for those who haven't seen it, and if you're listening to this, you probably at least saw highlights, but Kawhi hits a three at the end of the game to, I believe, put the Spurs up by two. And yeah. uh, comes back to the other end. James Harden has the ball, gets in the lane, goes up for a layup, and Kawhi just pins it up against the backboard, gets the rebound, gets fouled. Hand. Gets the rebound, fouled, two free throws, game. Like, that's it. Dude, and but- so, but real like, maybe I just haven't really. Uh, it was a bit like 
it looked weird. Like it looked wild to me that how he blocked, like with his left hand, not his, because his momentum was kind of like you would have thought he would have tried to meet him with the, with his right. Like you, that's how most people would, uh, have blocked. It just like seemed wild to me that he just was. He caught up and was able to just with his left hand like meet the ball, and just be like parallel with with james almost like, yeah was, the scary was, thing is i can almost guarantee you that he's gone through drills where he's taught to go up like that like i i he's practiced that i or that or he just has the best defensive instincts in the game which is but like <laughs> might be possible or it might be the truth anyway but but i even feel like lebron would have blocked that with his right my <laughs> like, I think well, that's what I'm saying him, is that like he's weird. he's a different animal on defense, man. Like I've never seen a guy be able to to guard Kevin Durant like he does. Like he's and he's three four inches shorter or than LeBron. KD. Or LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, but I I just like when I think of a guy that if I had a guy that was like could really put the ball in the basket from anywhere on the court, it might be KD for me. Just how long he is and people like he jumps i don't even know how people could block a shot Kawhi leonard has just he's kind of had kd's number when it comes to defense like he makes him look foolish sometimes he's had like kd can get in the lane and try to and try to pull up and and hit mid-range jumpers against Kawhi, and he just doesn't let that shit happen and that's like it's tough enough to get in the lane against that guy like that he's just he's that tough but let's uh let's talk offense for one second so you know Kawhi this season's averaging 26 points, uh, six rebounds, three assists a game. He his efficiency has gone down a little. He's not shooting the 44 percent from three like he did last year. Uh, he's but he's already taken up to this point more three point shots this season than they did last season, and he's gonna be surpassing the total number of field goal attempts as well. But uh, this season he's been floating around mid 20 points a game. And he's really he's only playing 33 minutes a night, so that's a, something to keep your eye on going to the postseason. When uh, you know a lot of guys like LeBron is the the primary example of has had a lot of minutes on his body. Kawhi hasn't. Like he should be feeling pretty good, but this month in March, Kawhi has played 39 minutes a game. He's averaging almost 34 points a game. It's just a matter yeah. of aggressiveness for this guy, and that's his assist numbers are up, his rebounds numbers, rebound numbers are up, his steal steals are up. Like maybe this is just when Kawhi turns it on and he finds another gear and finishes this, this finishes this year out. And maybe we're talk, singing a different tune when we're talking MVP a month from now. We'll have to wait and see. I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think, think MVP, so either. I mean, yeah, I think MVP is pretty much. I think it's gonna be pretty tough for Kawhi to like in this year of all, like Kawhi is not gonna be that that dude. I think in a I mean I, I would say like a post LeBron I, I do think Kawhi could win one eventually. Uh just because of, of what he is able to do and, and you know, kinda of what is around him, but he also has like I mean, just based on their the team that the Spurs, he just doesn't lend himself right now to really, like you're saying, like put up. I think you know, I think that Kawhi could pretty much dominate. He's like just the perfect kind of piece of putty for Pop to use. 
in, in a ton of ways. Like you just bet like, yeah, Kawhi wants you to score twenty eight this year. And then Kawhi would say Okay. Yeah, you could be yeah, dude. But you know quick uh quick interjection here, man. Um so we're recording this on a Tuesday night and Russ breaking news. Russ just set his career high. Uh, 58 points against the Blazers tonight, and they lost 126-121. Did you have a triple-double? Nine assists, four rebounds. Only a couple, four turnovers, 21 of 39 shooting. Pretty pretty efficient game. 58, though. Hmm. That's a lot of points, man. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know how that guy could not be MVP. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna not. have a fight. We're gonna have such a. The only way I'm not gonna be like really pissed is that we get more money on that James Harden portion of the MVP bet that we made. Yeah, I mean that's looking very tasty right now. But yeah, you're right. We probably will fight a little bit about this. But my reasoning still stands, sir. And mine does too. We're not gonna move, but I do want to yell more about it. So here's a question. So while we're, let's just keep this pod going in this direction here. So uh, if Russ finishes point one away from like his assist totals or point one away from a triple double, yeah. does that change your mind? Yeah, you know, I'd be open to listening about James a little bit more. See, because that's the ridiculous thing to me. Is like, why is the novelty of being a triple double the reason? Because it's only been done one other time. Uh, One time, it was like the nineteen sixties. I'd be willing to bet that. Yeah, man, but I'm guessing Oscar Robinson's probably the only guy in NBA history that's also put up a twenty-eight, eleven, and eight and eight season before too. Mm. Same argument could be made. I don't know about that one. We'll we'll have to save that research we'll for another work. time. Yes. But I, I'd be willing to bet that too. I'm guessing the, the numbers twenty eight, eleven, and eight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just just start. Yep. Continue on. Well, I did look and. Uh, Joel Embiid is leading the rookies in uh, value over replacement. Yeah, that is not surprising at all. I'm sure the advanced metrics say that Embiid's a guy. Yeah, just gotta sprinkle some of those in there. Just I don't want us to, people to think, and we're not. Since we you know are slow to stats, we forget stats. You know, we gotta look them up. We just gotta blurt them out, get them on record, show how prepared we are for these pods all the time. Nah, man, I like where your head's at, but let's, uh, so before we stop talking about the Spurs here, I, I, I do want to just talk about them as a team and in that game against the Rockets last night where they really trailed the whole time at home. That is, a that is, it's up there for oh, their, one of the matchups I really want to see. What? Mm. So what, what did you say? A twenty. Oh fuck! You trying LeBron's to got a twenty-nine. My... LeBron's got a twenty-nine. LeBron had a twenty-nine-eight and eight year or seven year. Yeah, it's not what I asked, man. Twenty-eight, eight, and eleven. Yeah, 
that's where Oscar Robinson's the only guy that did that shit. What about Wilt? We're gonna look up Wilt next. Maybe I don't think he ever All had right. a season where his get, get back to your Spurs okay. point. Get back to your Spurs point. Okay, Spurs Rockets is pro- is pretty high up there. Uh, I'm not sure who I'd even want to see win a series like that to go against the Warriors in the next round, but uh, like two just so different teams with the way they're constructed, the way that they're coached. Uh, just what their stars do. Uh, I think it's a lot of interesting storylines. The fact they're both from Texas. Dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> Will, uh, dude, I always forget when I go on Will's stats, how many <laughs> rebounds he averaged. Dude. He, so I, like, I've been trying to do is just see who has the most, like, a sit. But he had a 24-8. Point six and it's 24 24 points eight and a half assists and 23.8 rebounds <laughs> average yeah i mean that's a very uh different different era of the nba i mean the game is yeah he wants the 30 it's yeah like the one that gets the two that give you so i see like he averaged 50 and 25 <laughs> jesus or 38 and 27. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to find someone. I'm going to find someone. I'm going to yawn some more. Because you're talking about... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, the Rockets and Spurs, though. About them. They're, that'll be super fun. Because they're so different, right? Just <laughs> yeah. like you and I. We're not so different, you and I. I don't know. I'm starting to think that maybe we are, but um, (laughs) I, I, uh, yeah, man. I like that. That's one of the big matches. I'd like. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Kawhi Leonard going at uh, James Harden consistently over a seven game series. Like, who do you think wins that series if they end up facing each other in the in the playoffs? Oh, I think the Spurs. I mean, yeah, I don't. That would be a weird. That'd be really weird. Uh, I think Pop's gotta have at least like three different lineups that maybe could figure that out a little bit. But I, at the same time, like with the Rockets, the whole thing with the Rockets, man, it's just that if they're just shoot like everyone's argument for them right now is just the uh, oh, but if they're just like. They get hot and shoot. Like, what's anyone gonna do? And yeah, you're you're right. I but I think every team's pretty much like willing to make that bet at this point. Just say like, all right, we'll see if they can outshoot us. But there's there are ways to stop that. I mean, you can. And I just, I mean, I see some of the personnel on the Spurs helping with with some of that, and uh, mainly I. The Kawhi versus James Harden thing. I'm gonna kind of still lean on the what we were just talking about though with the Kawhi factor of just being able to shut down pretty much anyone. Not pretty much. He can shut down anyone. Like for stretches well, of games. Well, he yeah. I don't think that when LeBron's going full bore, I don't think he can shut down LeBron. Like he does. He he has. He's there's historical records. I would say, and tw- that it's happened. 
Yeah, but there are also historical records of LeBron going ape shit in Game Six and Game Seven of the NBA Finals, and the Heat being the Spurs. But maybe because Ray Allen saved him with the greatest shot, one of the greatest mm, shots I, ever. LeBron saved himself in Game Seven, man. And Kawhi was guarding him. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I know. Also, LeBron's the only one, but LeBron's also one of the top five players of all time. <laughs> I can tell I can to circle back to your search to try to find the stat that's proving me wrong here. Here's uh if you haven't checked out this site, check out statmuse.com. Uh, Good job. And Oscar Robertson Oscar Robertson is the only player to ever average thirty or more points in a game, or twenty eight or more points in a game, eleven or more assists in a game, and eight or more rebounds in a game ever. He did in 61-62 and 64-65, and no other player's ever done it. So, he did, and there you 60, go. He did 31-11 and 9. 9.9, that was his case, in the 63-64 year. What the hell? All right, man. Congrats. So, uh, Bulls had, still the, does that, Bulls does that mean you, against TNT? <laughs> does that mean uh does that mean james harden is your mvp now nope <laughs> i'm not surprised but pj I, I only said that is if russell westbrook is not averaging a triple double i would open myself up to it okay well i'll keep that in mind um what's uh what's a playoff matchup you'd like to see i'd like to talk some playoffs some more yeah, uh, there's one. Well, so the the one I really want to have happen is the Celtics Wizards in the second round. I want that because then I think that sets up the Cavs to play the Raptors, and I think that makes for a nice conference semifinals. But I think the idea of watching the Celtics and the and John Wall wearing black to seven straight games uh, would be pretty fun for everyone because I think there'd be a lot of beef that goes on there and like starting game two of that series. Yeah, I'd love to see like Wiz- Wizard Celtics would be nice. I'd honestly, I'd rather see Cleveland go. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sick of Raptors, Cavs in the eastern conference finals like last year even though that's no that's what i don't want even though it was six games i'm just so sick of it i'm glad that you're on the same page oh i was like no i'm not i want the semifinals of them yeah so them in the semis is is perfect i don't see them falling below the four seed like we were talking about earlier like i just the hawks just aren't like i'm not a believer but uh you know i would love to see a a Cavs. so would you rather see Cavs celtics or Cavs wizards I, I'd rather I I I'd rather see I'd rather, I Wizards. Want, oh, what? Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> you're talking yourself in and out of this. <laughs> I'm trying to see why you would want that more. I I would rather. Dude, I mean that Celtics, dude, the Celtics Cavs game a couple like that was last week, right? Yeah. In Boston, yeah. that was that was fun. That was a fun game. Uh. I mean, I really liked it because Kawhi was doing a bunch of dope 
shit. I mean, June else was a fun game is when LeBron hit a three as time expired in Washington. Yeah, but I don't – Washington's like, okay. I just – I mean, I want them to win that Southeast division, but um, I I just I, – I don't – I see like a ceiling there with that. I, 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 there are situations where I could see Boston being able to at least match up and, and get that to like six games. I don't see a Wizards Cavs thing going more than five. The big reason why I disagree with you there is because of is, rebounding. Oh. oh. And how the Wizards stack up against the Cavs in that regard. Like, you got three guys on the Cavs that can just rebound the shit out of the basketball. Dude, we- Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, and LeBron James. And the Celtics really don't have anybody that's capable of going against those three guys in the paint. Did we talk about Bogut at the beginning with the injuries? I think we, we talked kinda... about it a little bit. <laughs> Do you think that's a big injury for the Cavs? I like the addition, no. but I don't think that guy's playing more than eight minutes a game in the Eastern Conference Finals or the NBA Finals. Like, Yeah, I don't think GM Coach LeBron would have let him play a ton, but... Yeah, I uh no, it was just pretty wild. It's pretty messed up. But Yeah, I it's guess- too bad. I feel really bad. Like he's had just such an such an unlucky stretch of injuries over his really his whole career and it's uh, I would have said if I were Andrew crazy and, that he ran, if had I that were Andrew, so quickly. And I was gonna break my leg, I wish I would have broken it on the Rockets instead of the Cavs though. I mean, yeah, granted, he gets, picked up four. Picked he's up four hundred thousand. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yeah, if they if they win, like he could end up getting a ring from that. I mean, it's worth it then. Yeah, I know. I mean, for his one minute of service. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! Keep cashing them checks, man. But I would. I don't know. Would you rather get a four hundred thousand in a ring, or three point three million? If I'm Andrew Bogut, I'd take the four hundred thousand. Guys made a lot of money. He's probably not going to have another chance to be on an NBA <laughs> Finals winning team. So you know, yeah. actually, you know what? I take that back because he has a ring from the Warriors two seasons ago. Probably, I mean, th- there's a big difference between three plus million dollars and four hundred k. So yeah, you're probably yeah. Breaking, I take the. If I'm breaking my leg and yeah. I, I, Take the yeah. money. You're right. I retract. I mean, Granny's right. getting like eleven. Yeah, I I'd take the three point three and then sign for f- the four hundred thousand uh, next season with the Cavs. Right. What's Andrew Bogut's? Oh, Andrew Bogut's in around just right around uh, hundred and uh, sixteen million for his career. That's a lot of money. It's not bad. He's doing all right. So, I don't know if this is one of yours, but you kind of got me thinking about it, and I, like everyone's kind of talked about it. It might be possible with this KD injury, but do you have, what's your, like, playoff? How do I think it's going to kind of end? Well, no, like you, I said the, I've got Wizards and, uh, Wizards, Celtics is Walmart just kind of talking like who we want the Cavs to play in the 
conference finals, but like, yo, if the the well, Warriors, another, uh, the, the Warriors other get the, the other Western Conference one, the big one, obviously, is Thunder Warriors. Love to see it, but that's uh, like in play if the if the Warriors drop down to two, which right now they're two and a half games up. It's possible. It is in play. Steph is not playing well. Uh, KD's not going to be back for at least another three weeks. San Antonio's clicking, and they could easily rest some guys down the stretch if they're content being the two seed, but why wouldn't you want to be the one seed so that if you play Golden State, you can get four games at home? I don't know, man. I'd love to see it. Because I don't think they care. I mean, I don't – I mean, yeah, it, it would have to be that you're uh, factoring in. <laughs> Dogs. Nice. Yeah, nice. Woke them up. Woke them up with this. Uh, hmm. But I was going to say, like, yeah, I guess if you're playing into, like, not wanting to play at Oracle, that, uh, that can be part of it. I mean, if you're the Spurs. But I yeah, uh, I mean, why would you want to play at Oracle? Because I just don't know if Pop really like cares about home court or not. Like I don't know if it really <laughs> plays into his stuff See, as much. Here's but I here's think my thing though. Would. They good. I said I think other teams it would play in more, but like the Spurs specifically, I don't know if it does. Um. Here's the reason I think it does matter and it matters to Pop is that, uh, I mean, they lost in Game 7 in L.A. against the Clippers a couple years ago. And you can't tell me that, and they lost on a game-winning shot to Seep 3. It's not like it wasn't close. I think they win that game if it's in San Antonio. And I think Pop probably thinks the same. So I... I I don't know. I'm looking for any. I'm looking for any advantage I can when I'm having to go against the four, four of the top fifteen, four of the top twenty players in the NBA. Yeah, and that that could be an argument this year is that you just want to, uh, you'd want that more this this year than in years past. Um, but let's talk about this. If if this Thunder Warriors series happens, it's not a good thing for the Warriors. That's not good. Like the Nuggets are not gonna not gonna bring them issues in the in the first round if they play them. Uh, but the Thunder, while I don't think the Thunder are gonna, or I don't think they're capable even with the trade that they made to to beat the Warriors in a seven game series. Steph is, Steph and Clay are still gonna have to work their ass off for probably five six games to guard Russell Westbrook, and especially with the with adding Taj and just making their front court that much tougher that much deeper like it's gonna be a lot of work for them man like that that's not a matchup i'm wanting to see not to mention just like how emotionally draining that's gonna be not a great road to the playoffs for the warriors if they have to play yeah. the thunder in the first round and uh, that kind of, but that part kind of plays into the you know them playing all cylinders you know if, i think if they were if katie doesn't get hurt and this this kind of machine keeps rolling how it had been I don't know if it really matters. Obviously, then they're probably not in this pos- the position to be a seventh, like to be a two seed. They're probably they locking up their one, no problem. But yeah, it, it kind of would leave a question. I, I still would be surprised if the Thunder could uh, win more than a game. But I would just absolutely love the narrative of like, all right, Russ, like. 
what can like just the the test of Russ more than anything is just how batshit could he go to like what limits could he push himself in that a series like that? Right. And I mean the other thing too, especially is that, after he comes off the like you know he'll have secured the MVP at that point. And we're probably getting a little a little ahead of ourselves just since OKC is only a half game. Uh, in the win or their one game in the win column back from Memphis too. I mean they're right there for the six seed. A lot of things could change. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I. It would be a media dream to have that series go down. The first season that KD leaves, he has to go against his old team. Um, I don't know. We'll see how this fourth game of the series goes. I think it's in. I think it's later in March, and I, it's. I mean, Katie's not going to be back for it, so that's going to kind of be a much different game than the first three. But uh, you know, the first three games were not close, so yeah. Uh, but in a, ser- have, a series a little different. Series a little different. You're right. In regular season games. You're uh, right. But do you Can't have any other? That. Any other ones that uh. You know, I wish if the like nothing, uh, the other Western Conference teams like there's no any any matchup with Utah, isn't really that intriguing to me. Um, I'm really cl- interested. Oh, the I was Clippers just, yeah, are just that's... not like I. I want to see this team put it together for an entire postseason, uh, but similarly to OKC, even when. Katie's not playing. Golden State has just had their number time in, or like just every every game. I mean, they've they've made them they've made them look like they made them look like an AAU team at times this year. Like it's there, it doesn't even look like they're trying. Uh, and they've had the injury bug. CP3, I mean, they, you roll out the big three and they're healthy. It changes things some, but drop, I just drop fifty and a quarter on them to beat them. Yeah, exactly. So I like I, I think a clip. I think it'd be a fun series to see the Clippers go end up going against someone like Houston or Golden State. Uh, the narrative is fun, and if they play what they're how they're capable of playing, yeah, sure, it'd be love. I'd love to see them. I'm just not convinced that we're gonna. I'm just not convinced we're gonna see it, man. Like Chris Paul just does, can't seem to stay healthy. Blake Griffin has looked great since coming back his, from his injury. But you just never know with them. Yeah. Uh, ooh, 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 I'm getting sleepy. See, here. that's how boring. That's how boring no, the Clippers are. You can't. No, I've been. I've been a supporter of this. Yawning. I've been a supporter of this Clippers thing for a while. I mean, like, I a few years back thought they had a really good shot of being in the finals. Um, and I just think you know people keep asking. People keep talking about it. Is this going to be the end of this this little? Are they well, going to bring not. this thing back? Yeah, I don't think so either. But I mean, I think it's a a valid kind of point is to be like, uh, you wish they could get healthy enough that all the their guys can be playing, and then kind of make that determination. Like, kind of be like, all right, well, we got that. Like, yeah, that's and that's like the problem where they could. They're right now in the position where they would keep rolling it back again. Is like that they just haven't had a chance where they're all their their core guys are healthy for a, you know sixty games together and are playing 
and um, you know really be able to assess their themselves against everyone else. But I would like to see them still. Like that would be kind of like the other matchup. I would be probably a little bit more realistic of a chance. You'd like to see them against the Warriors. If I can't see Thunder, I'd rather I'd like to see the Clippers still. I think the other obvious one is the Houston Warriors series, uh, just because you're going to see yeah, more three pointers in a five or six game stretch than you've probably seen ever. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, but yeah, I don't want. I wasn't trying to go obvious here, ultra. Sure. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to do what those the mainstream media is covering. I wanted us to think outside the box a little, expand you know the. I- people's minds you know what matchup i'm really looking forward to is this bulls calves matchup that we're uh heading towards here that should be pretty good oh that one first eight yeah oh i know <laughs> you know what i'd i'd really like is if somehow the bulls could figure out a, what would have been great last year is when toronto was the two was the Bulls could have put it together and been the seventh. They probably would have made it to the second round. The Raptors can't beat them ever. Right. Um, so, also weird. Also so weird. Other weird, the other weird Bull streak. There's the two of them. Uh, nah, that's, I mean, I think the Bulls be the seventh, maybe. I don't know. Depends where, yeah, just where's the 500 team fall in this Eastern Conference this year? That's the seed they'll Heck, be. Heck, I mean, if the Bulls could have, if the Bulls could have, uh, well, they lost. The this team is so five, night, right? Oh yeah, they had another nice, lovely Bulls for like second half to just let it one dribble down their leg. They'd be a seven seed right now if they would have held on to that. But what were what were you gonna yeah. say before that? Oh well, well, you were getting at me earlier in the episode because I was I'm so wishy washy. I'm like up and then I'm down on the Bulls. No, Ultra, I'm 500 on the Bulls, just like the Bulls are 500. This is a 500 team. It's only average. there? Yeah, it's only, I mean, it's, it, at least you're consistent. Chicago, I just want Fred to make the playoffs. I just want Fred to make the playoffs so you can make a case that he's had a better season. I don't think he's going to get fired this year, but get him in the playoffs, see what the fuck happens, and. Let the Ryan Serves get their one playoff series, get their playoff tickets sold, and move this thing along. Trade Jimmy in the off season. Well, we're uh, we're getting near the end here, Peach. Let's yes. uh, let's give our in and outs here before we head out here. Um, yeah. What are you in on this week? Uh, I'm in on Shortman. On I'm in on watching Tyler Ulis and. Isaiah Thomas do jump balls against each other for the eternity of time. Do you see that? That was fun. Yeah, was funny. I dug it. I mean, everything about the Suns-Celtics game was great. It was a fun game. I, I love Isaiah. I didn't really want to see him throw the ball away and cause uh, be the reason his team lost like that. But, I mean, it was, it was a hell of a game. And the Suns are just a really – Really interesting, interesting team here. And I, I just said if there's one team in the NBA, I just like have no idea where they're gonna be a few years from now. That might be the one. I just no idea what's going on with them. But they're kind of like a pre, 
they kind of remind me of like Denver a little. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, that was my like. I think that they're a little. They could be like Dem- Denver next year, year after. Like they have so many young pieces, and I maybe mean, the they're Combs, the ones that are making a run uh, on a superstar at the trade deadline. I don't know. I, I mean, I think their comps are either Denver or uh, Utah. Like just as far as like their kind of slow build up with their guys. Yeah, if their pieces all end up meshing well, maybe they are Utah and they're. And Utah's had a good season. As much as I we didn't hated want on that. that to happen, we and I did still not, hate on We that. were not believers in that. Uh, What's your out? Uh, I mean, my out was on a – I think we were both kind of on the – bring back some Bachelor talk here quick. But, dude, I'm out on Vanessa crying every time. Team Vanessa has, like, been reviewing the tapes and wants that to stop. It's so were, were you nervous go-to. that she may have been going home last nope. night? No nah, way. I didn't. Yeah. Dude, they, the fact they announced Rachel, you're just like, I know it's going to be Raven and uh, Vanessa in these finals, and we're just going to see what I happens. thought so, too. Shout out to, shout out to Raven for uh, just, like, locking in the first rows, though. The minute I saw her dress, I was like, oh, Raven let the, the boys kind of pop out for this, like, just to say hello. Hey, man, we consulted a little bit before this uh, Bachelor season you... started, and I gave you a little inside. Well, I didn't look anything up. I don't want to sound like that, but I was—I had a good feeling about Raven. I thought she was going to go deep, so I'm glad you... to see her I had my, I had Daniel um, L. Danielle L. Yeah. Or was it Daniel? L and M. The yeah, blonde but... is L, I think. No, or M. I think I don't know. I think that's I'm Daniel M. Yeah, Daniel Daniel okay. M's the blonde, right? I had her in my final four. Yeah, and then we I think we recorded one of the, our Sunday morning episodes and kind of was like it was right before we had to finalize them, and I was like I'm between her and I think she could be the next like bachelorette. And you're like oh there's never been a blonde bachelorette, and I was like oh well. And at the time, I really thought like it was gonna go down to Raven, and I thought it was gonna be like Rachel and Vanessa for the final spot for the win. Uh, but then, obviously, when Rachel gets announced, like, nah. So this is this so. Is a- he- here's what I was hoping was gonna happen out of that, though, is that Rachel wins, but then she turns Nick down. Yeah, but. And then Nick's legacy just is forever the guy that can't get find the one on the Bachelor, and then he does all of the then he goes parties with UCLA stuff. He no, goes, then he he does Dancing with the Stars, and then he's on Quantico, and then he's going on Scandal, and geez, he's been on like, all those. No, I'm saying like that's that's where he'd be going next. Like, all right, so well, then he'd be an actor. Yeah, like I'm just gonna hit up all the ABC shows. But Vanessa's an actress. A former actress. That's true. She was on Blue Mountain State. I think you told me that. Yep. And then, yeah, I was I was on that. I mean, she's stunning. She's out of her mind for being on the show. It doesn't make any sense to me. And so I'll go along. I'll go along the same. So what I'm out on this week is uh, the form. All these format changes in these last few weeks. So I don't think there's anyone that enjoys this bullshit that goes on and like 
after the second or third episode happens the rest of the year where you start an episode with the rose ceremony and then you watch Dude. the whole episode and you don't see the rose ceremony at the end. It's so dumb. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then at the end you just you're springing these 1-hour episodes on your viewers and you don't give us any warning. It's absurd. Like just why can't we just yeah, get that, a standard? I don't need I don't need a 2-hour women tell all. I mean, it was more absurd last night than it was normally just cuz yeah, everyone's no yelling idea. so much. And I was like, didn't I thought those were like supposed to be different. I was like, oh, this is kind of, this is literally just their like. I think they did two hours just to do Corinne and Taylor. <laughs> yeah, and so that's and that was overplayed enough during the season. Yeah, that's I what I mean. To, I didn't need more. To, I, mean, I didn't I was, have to see that anymore. I like yo. This I'm is, gonna change my. I'm bad. changing my. I can. I. I almost want to change my in to just be like, I'm so fucking in on Corinne, just like doubling down and not apology and they're like apology wasn't a fucking apology oh yeah man so here i was in on that too because i out of that feud i was team corinne and i had come around a little bit on corinne but she just re- she just regressed mm. back to kind of her no shitty but she had her nice like, raquel moment like that was that was i think good they did that everything kinda, else was bad though. that whole part was weird and and like that as much and the Raquel thing kind of turned into something I didn't like. It was like a little uncomfortable, but so complete different direction for my in is a music video I saw. Like, I love Bruno Mars. He's he's like top three entertainers in in music right now, in my opinion. Uh, he came out I, I, like he's coming to Twin Cities this summer, and I want to go so bad. Tickets are like stupid expensive, and I didn't get them, and then went on sale because I'm an idiot. Uh, but he came out with the "That's What I Like" music video. If you haven't heard the song, if you haven't seen the video, video's fun. It's so good. I've been like, I watched it like six times yesterday. Mm. If you need a, little, need a nice little pick me up after you watch, listen to this podcast, I'd hit that up. It's good. You'll like it. You'll be in a better mood because of it. You need a pick me up. This has been a after that bachelor after the bachelor letdown. You need a pick me up. I didn't have a letdown. It's just like I think the last like. Like, I think we talked about it on one of these. was just like, I didn't think they should have gotten rid of all the interesting people and left just like Corinne. I mean, Corinne's back. I just, I hope she's doing okay. Because, like, she had to carry the show. And it's just, they're like, some of the awkward, like, scenes. And it's just, like, I really haven't enjoyed this back end of this Bachelor. I thought this is, like, where there's been a lot of controversy. It's, it seemed pretty cut and dry to me. Like, I just, like, the whole thing, I'm just like, alright, like, I I think Finesse is definitely winning, like, I would have been just beating myself up if I had second-guessed that. Um, the beginning is is my my personal favorite, yeah, man, but, uh... Just, but Fantasy Suites was lame, man. I, I thought that was supposed to, You told me that was supposed to be dope, and it was not that interesting. Well, they... So they... So this is goes back to the format thing, man. They usually do one two-hour episode where they do all three fancy suites and then there's a lot of speculation of all right why did he do it in this order and is this order like which order would you want to be in you definitely don't want to be middle did, but do you want to be first or sex? last like who actually had i think some rachel coitus? and him boned 
Raven and him, obviously. Vanessa and him, obviously. Yeah, the way that they left. But hey, we're we're running long, Peach. Let's uh, let's wrap it up as much as I'd I'd love to talk bad. Hopefully, Nick wrapped it up too. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Uh, And we'll definitely talk some more Bachelor once once the finale airs. But uh, thanks everyone, as always, for listening to the pod. Uh, Check us out at thepointforwardnba.com at the point forward on Twitter at foolish killer or at ultra Jacobs as well for Twitter and my, or PJ and my Twitter handles. Check us out on Facebook, download the pod on Stitcher and iTunes, and please leave us a review, preferably a nice one, uh, when you have the time. But, uh, um, Peach, uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to be seeing you sometime next week. So we'll have to do one of these podcasts in person. I'm looking forward to it. <gasps> oh, <gasps> gotta make it happen. 